Welcome everybody to Uncle to Uncle, the first podcast to take place live from a king-size bed in Hedonism 2. I'm your main host, Franklin, and as always, I'm joined by the coolest uncle in the romping room, Uncle Howard. Oh, boy, am I tired. Oh, Franklin. They got me cleaning out muck in the romping room day and night nowadays. They said, you can only be in here if you're romping or if you're working. I said, hand me a mop, pal. Damn, man. You didn't even want to try and go walk around the resort and see if anybody would uh, help you out with a discounted rate? Lethan Grandison's got it out for me. He's so pissed off at me these days. Lethan Grandison. He feels like somebody who would be portrayed by who is that balding actor with like the blonde hair? He was in Game Over Man. Uh, he's like a Christian guy, and he's like Steve Zahn. No, it's not Steve. Neil McDonough. Neil McDonough. Yeah, look up Neil McDonough, everybody. Oh, son of a bitch. He's he's, he's kind of like. Yeah, he, he's just a, a, a balding dude, uh, bleach blonde hair, really tan. He just looks like a natural fucking jerk, dude. He looks like a damn jerk, man. Yeah, he's on, yeah. Damn, he's got quite he's, the eye. He's an arrow. <laughs> yeah, he's in some stuff here, but yeah. That's what, uh, what's his name, Lethan? Leland? Lethan Grandison. Lethan Grandison. That sounds like it'd be played by Neil McDonough. Well, I can tell you they don't look too similar in real life, but other than that, <laughs> yeah. you said it, pal. Anyway, you've been you've been doing you've been paying your dues. There's like sweeping yeah. up the the New Japan dojo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, making their uh, their stews. <laughs> so you're cooking in the romping room. There's a kitchen there. Like yeah, yeah. They need to get their strength up. <laughs> You know, it's it gets you know how hot and steamy it gets in the romping room. A lot of people are in. people are losing you know pounds. It's a struggle to keep your weight on. So I'm making all of this nutritive stew. You're just making a chili for them, a gumbo. Mm-hmm. That's just what uh, Misawa used to eat. Oh yeah, he was a big stew guy. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Misawa loved stew, my brother. Did he? Now, now I know for a fact that uh. Uh, well, I shouldn't say I know for a fact, but I'm pretty sure friend of the show, Rob, if he's listening into this uh, right now, yeah. he made the Misawa stew. Oh, so there's a Misawa stew. For those that don't know, we're talking about Mitsuharu, the late Mitsuharu Misawa, who I saw live in New York uh, in his last No, no big deal. Just no. the greatest wrestler yeah, to I ever saw, live. I saw him. Now, uh, funny yeah, thing, Ko- it, Kobashi enjoyed uh, a nice, big, large version of the Wendy's Chili is the is is Misawa stew uh, somehow like a like a Wendy's type chili? No, we, yeah, it's very similar to a okay. Wendy's type chili. Um, it's called what is it called? It's the stew. I'm gonna look this up if everyone can bear with me. But the sumo yeah. wrestlers eat a stew that is is renowned for its power that it gives them. It's called okay. chonko nabe. Okay. It's a sumo stew. It's a robust hot pot. Okay. What what do you, what do you got in there? What's uh? They, well, well. First of all, this is gonna sound a little disgusting, but remember, these no, sumo no. wrestlers are tough guys. They, they say it's game. filled with all kinds of vegetables. Okay. Well, hold on. You should have. Oh, yeah. 
more of a of a trigger warning here, buddy. Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to be grossed out here. Yeah. Okay. Rather than they say tons of protein Oof, in a rich dashi and chicken broth. Okay. All right. Well, so. There you got a recipe of it here. You know, a lot of people have said they want to see the youngs get together and do a cooking show sometime. They want to see us make wrestlers chonko nabe. <laughs> you know what? I'll have some chunk, you know, one chonko nabe to go, my man. Yeah, the chunkin', big chunkin' pupper. Now, you know, you throw any, you ever try to spice up these bad boys? Throw a couple of, uh, you know, Cheetos hot fries in there? Yeah, just to say it. Toss a little, add a little crunch to it. It might, make, it might get soaked a little bit, but. Let me garnish this with a lean pocket. <laughs> right? How about chunks of fucking of lean pockets in the stew? You can't tell me that wouldn't be bad. Nice and doused and kind of a little soaked, mm, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like well, what, you like chicken and dumpling, but you don't like sumo wrestler stew and lean pocket. Yeah, <laughs> what no. a hypocrite! That is a hypocrite move. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, 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 no. I can't, I can't vouch for that. Let's see. They say, um, they say next time they make it, serious eats does. They might add quick cooking greens. Ew. Mmm. Why would you? Do you th- see the sumo wrestlers? I think those guys are eating a lot of greens. <laughs> no! I don't Actually, think they might be. Those guys are athletes, like you wouldn't believe. I mean, they are athletes, look. Yeah, I mean, look, Aki Bono beat the mighty Big Show. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. And Aki Bono had a tremendous run in uh, the Japanese leagues as well. All Japan, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Low key retired, quote, in quotation marks, after getting fucked up by Aki Bono. He's I like, wish Akebono legit just destroyed Loki. God, right? Seriously. Whoa. Loki, I, just the I ultimate baby. The, I found the best Wikipedia page I've ever seen. It's in.wikipedia.org slash wiki slash list of the heaviest sumo wrestlers. That's pretty useful, man. That's Do you want to know who the, how heavy the heaviest sumo wrestler ever was? How heavy? He looks like a giant baby. Uh, he weighed 645 pounds. That's pretty heavy. That's a big, big boy. I feel like Yokozuna fucked around with, uh, you know, with his weight like that. Like, not that bad, but... He didn't get that big, but he was huge. At the end of his run, dude, like, there were concerns, man. Remember when he did that big bonsai drop and just straight up smushed a guy? Yeah, some jobbers got fucking squashed. Probably a good yeah, time he for. He said, "I don't care about you." But the fucking. Hunk. Probably a good time for the fetish guys though of that era. Oh yeah, those crush fetishists. Crush. <laughs> yes, yes. That Yokozuna, uh, God rest his soul, definitely ended up on some compilation tapes of perverts. Had yeah, to. it's impossible. Butt slams. Big butt slams like that. You know, if you don't know, you know, the wrestling community, you obviously don't know the adjacent perverted wrestling <laughs> communities that uh, surround it. And, uh, I mean, yeah, he probably, you know, made the rounds on some compilation tape. So, you know. And I, God bless him for it. I think most wrestlers would be happy to right? be on any, you know, any visibility matters. That's right. That, that That's right, you know. You think there are people who are just, like, wrestling? Yeah, I mean, I kind of know about it. Like, I know about it from, like... Uh, I guess I guess they wouldn't really be able to elaborate. The Malcolm in the Middle intro. 
<laughs> wrestling, yeah, I've seen it. Malcolm in the Middle intro. Uh, my fetish tapes that I like to purchase, but I'm not really big on the show itself. Like, you know, like, get a load of this. <laughs> this is a 500-pound man driving his butt into the sternum of a pathetic puny jobber. <laughs> Whoa, I'm in. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'm telling you that there are people who are like, yeah, I'm not really big on wrestling, but you know, I, you know, this is this is pretty hot, so I'm gonna watch this, you know. Yeah, wrestling has actually gotten hotter than it's ever been lately, too. I Would you think. say wrestling's hotter now? There's yeah, a, and there's attractive people, definitely, without a doubt. I, I think the wrestlers that we're supposed to think are hot nowadays are actually hot. Whereas okay. back in the day, they were 80s hot. They were 80s hot. Right, right, right. I, I, I get what you're saying here. You, like, know. you know, Rick Rude, you know, he was a, he was a hunk for sure. But yeah, was he a mega hunk? No, nah, he was a normal so. hunk. I think he could add, I think you could make the claim Rick What's Rude was a mega hunk. I think. You think could, so? With those little peewee legs of his? He had peewee legs, man, but I mean, the upper body, I mean, okay, we're not, or, or, is this what we're doing today? Is this what we're doing? Yeah, who's the bigger we're hunk? We're critiquing wrestlers. Who the, so who's a hunk physiques. now? Who's a hunk now? Please allow, I mean, I get Roman Reigns, whatever, like, yeah. John Morrison. Yes. That's well. a hunk. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, I, I suppose so. Uh, you know. Is he still though? He's kind of old now. It's kind of gross. Let's see. <laughs> he he is kind of old, and not that he's clinging, but it's like he still looks pretty good. He actually. looks good, obviously, but it's it's it seems too much like he's trying to look the same. Yeah, yeah. he hasn't That's... evolved with the times. Right, like it's the same haircut, same gear. I mean, not the same haircut. He's got he's got a little bit more actually, and, and now he's got like a. He calls himself like uh, uh, America's Mo- Moist Wanted. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, that is cool. That is kind of cool. Yes, yeah. yes. America's Moist Wanted. Uh, Johnny Impact is what I call Johnny it. Impact. Yeah. It's, it's, Let's see. Know. What other wrestlers are hunks nowadays? See, dude, you can't think of them off the top of your head. So Montez Ford. Okay, yeah, that's a hunk. Whatever. I mean, it's it's a hunk. Like, yeah, he's got, that's he's a, got a he's got a guy. bad Twitter. Oh, yeah, does he? Yeah. What's he saying these days? He says God is. Oh, good. he always says stuff. Yeah, he's just like God, God every day. Like <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. Like, I mean, if I was a hunk like that, I, I would fucking believe in God for sure. I'd be fucking yeah, grateful. Yeah, like, God blessed me every single day. <laughs> yeah, right. Sure, he, sure, that guy exists. Yeah, yeah. If God's real, where's my wealth? Oh, here it is. <laughs> yeah, what about, he's got to be about, real. <laughs> Mansoor. Mons- yeah, Mansoor. Mansoor's, yeah, I mean, impeccable win-loss record in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> it's like eating spinach for Popeye is wrestling in Saudi Arabia for men's. <laughs> yeah, he always wins in Saudi Arabia. He doesn't win anywhere else. Uh, there's a cool picture of him surrounded by all those great Saudi fans. Nice. I'm glad for Mansoor. I got nothing. Oh. Bel- I got nothing against Mansoor. Me and Mansoor were good. Yeah. I hope one day we can see a woman Mansoor. <laughs> 
beautifully said. All right, let's move away here, buddy. Let's move away from the honks of the center of the squared circle and start going into. We have traditions here in the king size bed, don't we, Uncle Howard? Boy, we sure do, little Unc, and I can't wait to talk all about them. All right, so every night, me and Uncle Howard, we love to watch a movie. It's uh, mm-hmm. you could almost say it works against us in our work schedules and our day-to-day life, but you know what? We're not gonna disrespect the cast and the crew that make a motion picture. So we're no. sticking to it till the end, and we're watching the credits. I hate when FX just fast-forwards through the credits. How yeah. dare they? Hey, I was trying to see who is the key grip. Right? Seriously. You know? That's disrespectful. Very rude. So, big guy, tell me, what movie you got for us tonight? Frank, and I'm so glad you asked. 2008, what a tumultuous year. Mm. Especially for Touchstone Pictures. Mm. Right? Yeah. They embattled movie studio. But they struck iron. They struck, is iron, is that what you say? Struck gold, I suppose. Depends if you're looking for iron or gold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, yeah. You, if, you, if you want gold, yeah, it's awesome. If you need iron, I mean, yeah. yeah now, Touchstone Pictures, now this is the same place, the same production people that made Nomeo and Juliet. Yeah, absolutely. But in 2007, they made another movie called... Yeah. The Mail Carrier's Husband. <laughs> now, this was an absolutely fantastic movie, Franklin. I mean, we've been watching a little more romantic dramedies lately, mm-hmm. haven't we? Oh, I love, I love some good romance. Yeah, now this movie is set in a rural uh, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, not in the big cities. You know, it's not in your Hartford. It's not in your Titan Towers. It's out, out in... Among the meadows and, and um, you know, flowering trees that so dot the, the map of Connecticut. Mm-hmm. We all know it. I mean, you close oh, your eyes and think of a oh. Connecticut spring and, oh, it's beautiful. Oh, it's, it's, you know, Connect- Connecticut is just, it's a state we all know. We know the major cities there. We know yeah. all the landmarks. It's such a city. We, it's such a real estate that people live in. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's it's over next to some of those other states, <laughs> but I say it stands above them all. It's probably right by New York, I have to assume. You would have to think, but, <laughs> but it might not, not be. <laughs> it might, you know what? I'll call a spade a spade right now. Connecticut, is it by New York? In many ways. In many ways. It, you know, when you're an American, every state's next to another state in it's, our hearts. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, I mean, there's that place where the five states touch, right? Yeah, the oh, five four. boroughs. <laughs> do they connect? Do the five boroughs connect? Like the fucking, oh, like I Utah and New do Mexico? They touch? Yeah, that's a great question. Can you stand in the middle as the nexus of power of New York City? Uh, wow. That's a, Let's see what the nexus of power of New York City <laughs> is. Yeah. So tell me more about this film. Okay, so there's a, you know, all the, the closest houses are all miles away from each other. Okay. So far away. And on one of the little farmhouses, there's a, um, uh, there's a couple who lives there. And the, the woman, she's the mail carrier 
and she goes out every day and she's delivering packages and, and post office boxes to people far and wide. And her husband is a stay at home artist. He makes pottery. And he's, he's, he's played by John Voight, actually. It's funny we were talking oh, about Oh, wow. Yeah, we were talking about him yeah. earlier uh, off air. Well, on the yeah, Patreon off, thing we did. On the Patreon exclusive, you'll hear a little John Voight talk. But yeah, wow. so, uh, so the mail carrier's husband is played by John Voight. The mail carrier is played by uh, uh, Olympia Dukakis, the, the great and now dearly departed, possibly murdered. Wow. Um, uh, but so she's going out. She and when she comes home, when she goes out and she's delivering the mail, she sees that she's bringing people, you know, magazines with pictures of the world, and you know, it says plan your vacation to Tahiti, and you know, oh, would you like to build an above ground pool in your backyard? And it's also glamorous. She can't believe it. But then she goes home, and her husband's just an old stick in the mud. He doesn't want to do anything. He he can't sell one of his potted you know pots to 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 kill a a, a dime. You know, mm-hmm. he's just a loser, and he's broken inside. I'm getting pissed off hearing about this guy. Yeah, but she's so full of dreams because of all the mail she's delivering left and right, Franklin. And I don't mind telling you that things come to a head. When a new man moves on to her mail delivery route. Who's this new guy? Well, some people call him the last Jedi. I call him Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> he's, right. he's a retired uh, 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 principal of a school for troubled kids. And, uh, you know, she notices when she brings in mail, he never gets anything. She says, oh, all my other customers on this route, they're always getting magazines about vacations and big plans. And he says... I've seen enough big plans and vacations to last me a lifetime. And then he, like, closes the door on her. So she gets kind of of in... What kind of rebuttal is that shit, man? (laughs) What the fuck? What normal human being says that to somebody? (laughs) Listen, listen. I'm going to tell you the entire plot of the movie because I I think you'll fall asleep before we finish it. Yeah. (laughs) I'm close to now, man. I'm pissed off hearing about this rude motherfucker who... You know, get a so, decent magazine. Yeah, so what she does is she says, huh, well, it's, it, it makes me sad to see a man who once accomplished such great things, uh, but becoming as bitter and cold as my husband, who never accomplished anything. You know, is this, is this the way all, all men's lives must end? Mm. No matter if you let, let a virtuous or useless life, you will all, always die feeling useless. Is this a real movie? <laughs> Yeah. I feel like you're lying to me right now. I, I, I... Touchstone Pictures 2007's The Mail Carrier's Husband. I urge everyone to look it up. Is that not, The Mail Carrier's Husband. This sounds like the, the, the hitman's wife's bodyguard. The Mail no, Carrier's real. Husband. I swear. I don't believe you. I don't fucking believe you, dude. This is... Was it oh, on Lifetime? This was not in a fucking theater. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it, yeah, it was in several theaters. The mail carrier's husband? Mm-hmm. This is made up! No. This is made up! I just fucking Googled it! You are a fucking ga- liar! The mail carrier's husband. That's the name of the you're, movie. You'd stop gaslighting me. You're fucking gaslighting me! I feel like I'm Olympia Dukakis and you're John Voight the way you're leading me on. This is the mail carrier's husband. You swear on your... I, don't, I shouldn't even try to make you swear in your life. Like, that, like you're going like to... I've got plenty of those. <laughs> yeah, you motherfucker. 
The Mail Carrier's Husband is not a real movie. You are... You have been lying to me this whole time? Did it sound cool, though? I can't believe... I can't believe what I listened to you this long. You know what? I bet there's a Hollywood pitch man out there who's listening to this episode, and he said, I want that kid to make that movie. This is going somewhere. This is going somewhere. I swear to God. When's the fucking twist? Like... The male, I just, you fucking, you I lied had a to twist me. You in mind. Why are you, why are you writing movies every week now? Because I make the movies. I'm like Vince McMahon. Oh I make God. movies. The male, I can't, I was on Touchstone's Wikipedia for like the <laughs> longest time. I'm like, where the fuck is this bullshit? And then I googled Tommy Lee Jones principal. <laughs> like, oh. Also, the, a whole school of troubled kids, like, all of them are bad? Like, yeah. That's, that's a fucking burden. Man. It's, it's a school inside of a prison. <laughs> it's for kids that get born in prison. And they can't leave. Oh, they get born in prison. <laughs> it's, it's, that's terrible, man. Get born yeah. in prison. It's dude. a preschool. <laughs> preschool. In pr- I can't believe I let you fucking ramble on this whole time, and then I, I'm Wait, ashamed of myself. How I, don't you want to know how to end, though? Go, go, go right ahead, man. Go so right ahead, she, she starts giving all these, you know, travel brochures and stuff to Tommy Lee Jones, and then he says, "Hey, you know what? I think I am gonna uh, travel somewhere. I'm gonna do something I've always wanted to do my whole life." And she's like, oh, that's fantastic. What do you think you're going to do? Are you going to, you know, sail up uh, the Nice River in, in mm-hmm. France? Or are you going to, you know, skydive over uh, Sao Paulo, Brazil? <laughs> and he goes, no, I think I'm going to take some uh, uh, pottery classes from this guy who lives up the street. And he was talking about her husband. And then she realizes <laughs> all along her husband was a pretty cool guy. <laughs> So you're about, telling me that's a bad movie. So, so let me get this straight, please. You know, so it's a it's about a woman. She 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 has a job as a mail carrier. She's unhappy with her marriage, right? And uh, right. you know, she delivers the mail, and then she runs into Tommy Lee Jones, and she kind of likes him, right? Like she's intrigued yeah. by that by by his energy. And yeah. then uh, who wouldn't be? <laughs> sure. And then by delivering mail to this fucking terrible man. She realizes her <laughs> husband's not that bad after all. Is that is that well, what you've done here? I, well, first of all, he's not a terrible man. He's no, he's been, not terrible. You know, he's been emotionally affected by his difficult <laughs> that, that, that uh, school, job. That, that school, yeah. that school will take it out of you. I'm not. Hey, I'm not even arguing yeah. that. Like, yeah, no question. So, um, but then you know, he's he's you know got. All the options in the world. He can do anything he wants with his life. And what he wants is to be just like her husband. And she realizes, I shouldn't have been judging my husband through my eyes. I should have been judging him through Tommy Lee Jones's. And her husband's John Voight. Mm Mm-hmm. So she's, I mean... (laughs) <laughs> okay. She's kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah, that I mean, those, are some, those are some rough fucking choices, man. John Voight. Okay, is, we uh, can recast John Voight. God, can we, can we do Robert, this? Like, Robert Redford. 
How about that? He's just a handsome guy. How about we go the complete opposite direction? (laughs) Yeah. How about uh, Channing Tatum? Uh, (laughs) Okay. Yeah. And is uh, it still Olympia Dukakis? (laughs) No. Sixty years younger than herself, Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. Why are you so depressed, honey? It's not Olivia Dukakis. It's Amanda Seyfried, and yeah, and her current husband is none other than Chris Pine. Oh, CP. Yeah, and uh, the movie's called "This Means War 2. Because oh, he was mean. in the first one, I think, and could, yeah, Chris Pine was. Yeah, yeah. So and then Tim Hart, Tom Hardy. <laughs> this means war too, and it's a war between uh, Channing Tatum, uh, the, the mail carrier's Ugh. husband, and uh, Chris Pine, who's, who's very grumpy. He he teaches at a school where they're all. I mean, he's a principal at a school, and they're all uh, former convicts. Yeah. Former. Now, Franklin. Can, can I can I give you a criticism here? I think you're talking about the movie you want to see. <laughs> we need to be talking about the movie that we're going to get that uh, that really neglected demographic, the over 50s. <laughs> Look how good Las Vegas did in the theaters, That's brother. Great. That was a box office movie, man. Brother, Look at Red. Okay. okay, Red. God damn it. Okay, easy there, Red member. <laughs> He's been want, dead a long time. Nobody wants hey, to do Red Memory. Last Vegas made $134 million on a $28 million budget. Probably 27 of that was to pay Red Foo his money. <laughs> I would hope so. Uh, man, Red Foo. Box office attraction, Red Foo. Uh, okay, so wait, wait. They, they, it was about $28 million. They, they, that was their budget. And then you said they yeah. had how much money they make? 134. They made 106 millies. So I ask, you know, whatever company made this. Who's got all the money nowadays? The old folks, brother. We gotta cater to them. Man, I want some of that money, though. Why can I ask who made this movie? Paramount or some shit, or who? Uh, Probably Touchstone. Let's see. Touchstone didn't make it. I mean, whatever. Uh, It was uh, produced by Good Universe. I can't ask Good Universe for a Universal song. and CBS Films. Why can't I ask Universal to lend me a million bucks? Hey, I know they. I know they're good for it because. Do <laughs> you think they spin it all after making Las Vegas? <laughs> I would hope not. Be responsible. Why yeah. can't I get a million bucks from them? They got enough you money. They made all. Invest none of that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, let me do me. You know, let me borrow a million. Now, why on earth would Michael Douglas, Bob De Niro, Morgan Freeman ever be friends with a nerd like Kevin Klein? Who we discovered is not Chris Klein's dad. No, he ain't nobody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who else are you going to cast? John Voight, Tommy Lee yeah, Jones? Yeah, get John Voight up in there. <laughs> okay. Easy to work with? <laughs> Now did they did they boyhood Las Vegas was part of that filmed uh, seventy years ago and then the other half was filmed in two thousand. That's right. Yeah. They boyhooded them. Yeah. That... Like the first part of the movie is all black and white. It's like Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Credit where credits do. That's a it's a bold choice for them to boyhood uh, Las Vegas and for all of them to still be really successful actors. Yeah. So, so fuck yeah. They... They said, you're going to be something someday, <laughs> Kirk Douglas's son. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, uh, very bold of them to uh, to uh, write Red Foo's part before he existed. <laughs> they said one day <laughs> there will be a musician who will change the world. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, cut on Red like, Foo, man. Fucking A. Yeah. Man. Red Foo can collect some cash. Oh, so I could ask Red Foo for money, though, right? Like... Yeah, oh, of course. Yeah, Red Foo's got plenty of money, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I could find him on the white pages. Yeah. <laughs> how fucking, yeah. How fucking wild is that, that there was a book at one point with just everybody's fucking phone number? Yeah, like it or not. <laughs> that's a that's a fucking wild thing. Just like, yeah, yeah, everybody's number's here, man. Like, <laughs> Did you know that Red Foo's half-brother is Rockwell, the guy who's saying, I got a feeling somebody's watching me. I mean, I think it comes from a whole family of, like, musicians and so shit. that's a brilliant family. <laughs> no, right? I mean, if they, res- if they raise Red Foo, uh, I would have to imagine as much, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Uh, he, uh, he tweeted a positive response to presidential candidate Tulsi Gabbard. To oh, yeah? Meat-free Thanksgiving in 2019. <laughs> you know, Tulsi Gabbard, one of the only politicians I've ever waved at in real life. No shit. Yeah, I was on vacation in Hawaii, and she was on the side of the road. And I drove past, and I gave her a wave. I didn't know who the hell she was, but I said, that's that's not an ugly lady. <laughs> I better wave to her. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. Was uh, was Fringa there? No, this wasn't. This is a Fringaless trip, unfortunately. Okay. You know, when you get me and Fringa together in the islands, it's it's not always a fun vacation for me because you know she's always trying to do those rituals. Oh yeah, very dark sided stuff with Fringa. Yeah, she she'll t- she'll she'll find an old bone mm-hmm. and then she'll bury it under the full moon, stuff like that. I'm just like, come on, come on, I'm trying to get a mai tai. Yeah, that's not very island lifestyle of Fringa. You know, you yeah. know, God bless Fringa and Laddle, but they are not uh, the most vacation centric people we know. She'll find an old root and then chew it up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yo, Redfoo's Twitter? Kind of whack. Yeah? Kind of whack. Why, if you were Redfoo, would you even be putting your best effort in a tweet? No, that's that, that's a that's a good, you know what, chess mate, dude, you got me. I got all the respect for celebrities with whack Twitters, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of them for sure. There is. Yeah, well, it's because like, what are you gonna do? You're gonna say something cool and get yelled at, or just say like, yeah. check out my new movie and that's, still get yelled at. That's a good point because they're gonna give you shit, you know. Oh you shit! You can do any old damn thing, and you're gonna get in a pack of trouble. Yeah, that's a good point, man. Like, I might as well just have a fucking bland Twitter retweeting shit and something. Like, I'm not. Yeah, I would be like The Rock, except even <laughs> less so. <laughs> less controversial. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't even say it's big in China. I would just say, that's what you think, pal. <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty good response. If The Rock said that whenever one of his movies flopped, that's what you think, pal. I would like it so much more. <laughs> Customarily terrible movie from The Rock. Oh, yeah, loser? <laughs> you would just give up right then and there. Yeah, right? You make a better movie. <laughs> That's... I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> yo, if The Rock told... If you like, yo, t- yo, Rock, your movie sucks. Like, and he's like, okay, I got a $200,000... Well, I don't know how much movies cost. Like, like a million. I got a million dollar yeah. loan. You want to try making a better movie? Would you take him up on that? Like, not a loan, but like... 
All right, I got a million dollars. Can you make a movie? Go right ahead. Hell no. You legit wouldn't do that? Like, if he's like, I got some well, money. Like, would he would he act in it for free? No, he's not part of this movie. He's part of it. Oh, he wants to see you embarrass dollars to make he's, a movie. He's saying, here's a million dollars. Go make a better movie than the one I just put out. That's what he's saying. But I have to. I can't just say like, "Oh, hey, you know, someone who knows about movies but needs a million dollars, get this done." I have to do it. That's a good. You know, I mean, you, you can hire. I mean, you have a million dollars. You can use it however you want. How would you even yeah. go up? Like you. I mean, I mean, well, I mean, I just got you. Got to I'm trying to think. Who do I know that makes? Yeah, I guess like I'd say Van. Van would be you like, know, okay, Van. How good a movie can you make me for a million dollars? So you're just going to get Van to do it? Yeah. <laughs> so then, so when The Rock says this sucks, <laughs> you're just putting, you're going to throw uh, Van under the bus? Uh, well, it will be, you know, it'll be ultimately my fault because I should have picked someone better. But no, oh my Van, God. That's Van, so Van would do a great job, though. Van would do a great job. Give Van a million yeah. bucks. He'll do a... All right. What, what Let me the... send this guy a tweet right now. <laughs> Yo, Dwayne, your movie sucked. <laughs> I could do a way better job than you, and I'm not afraid to prove it. Yeah. Hey, do you know this guy, Van? He's good friends with Terry. <laughs> Bolea? <laughs> yeah. As Terry Crews. Oh. Right? We're talking, you know, like comedy action guys. Oh, Terry okay. Crews. Man, Terry yeah. Crews knows That's the truth a... about porn, too. That's right. Fight the new drug. Fight the new drug. It kills love. Porn. Terry Crews walking around in that porn kills love shirt, man. That's uh. That's cool. That is pretty cool, man. You know what? He's up. He's up on all those yeah. porn ogs. Yeah. You tweeted The Rock just him. now? No, I, not yet. I got you on alerts. Ca- I, I love I... getting your... Oh, you like to see when I'm tweeting, my brother? Yeah, I'll tweet it. But while I'm tweeting, why don't you uh, tell me what movie did you pick this week, my brother? Well, it stars Channing Tatum. (laughs) It stars The Man (laughs) Sacred. It stars the other guy I said, Chris Pine. And it's called This Means War Part 2. The follow-up to This Means War with, uh, you know, Chelsea Handler, your favorite. You're such a you're such a Chelsea Handler fan, Uncle Howard. I can't, you, yeah. I can't are, pull you are away. Are you there, Chelsea? It's me, vodka. <laughs> no, so my movie is um, the one I was gonna do last week. Now this is actually a tragedy. You know what? It's not. It's not funny. I guess very similar to yours. It's not funny. Uh, so the first thing that happens in this movie is a man's father passes away, and. Uh, his company rest in peace his company is near bankruptcy you know Uh and it takes place in one of the saddest fucking states you could ever imagine you ready to hear this it's home of alex worldwide keller uh illinois or something ohio dude i never even heard of it now this tragic film involves a very depressing trip cross country to beg dan Aykroyd. For some money to keep their uh, little uh, auto repair, you know, you know, business alive, and it's yeah. called Tommy Boy, and it's fucking sad, you know. That's that uh, Irish song. Oh, Tommy Boy. All right, the brakes, yeah. the brake pads are <laughs> whatever. Uh, man, so this movie, 
just a bummer. There's a scene where David Spade's looking at some, you know, he's at a Motel 6. He's grim. His life is just, you know, shit's not, shit's not good, man. Shit is not good for David Spade. He's sharing a motel with Tommy Boy, you know, and he starts getting himself a few strokes and a couple of respectful strokes from the hotel room, uh, you know. That's fair. That's fair. And then, you know, Tommy Boy walks in on him, the titular Tommy Boy, just like, what are you doing? Are you wanking? Imagine your only salvation from this cross-country road trip with a, with a human being you can't stand is just a few a few strokes of salvation. And this buffoon just stumbles in there and mocks you for trying to relieve yourself. This is a sad movie. It mocks you. It mocks you. Oh, you see, it mocks you. What lies? This is a sad movie. It's uh, it 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 bums me out. Uh, it's actually a shame. Uh, Bo Derek is in the beginning of it. Oh. And yeah, right. Bo. That's a perfect ten. Yeah, that's. Yes, Bo Derek is. Yeah, that's. My word. <laughs> My word. Daddy like <laughs> Daddy needs some of his vitamins. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, man, yeah, this movie just bummed me the fuck out, dude. Like, I, I was not about this shit, dude. I didn't, like, you're starting off with a death. You know, a guy has a job. That's not a fucking interesting point here. You yeah. know, you got a cross-country trip. I've been on bad road trips. If you've been on a bad road trip, you fucking know that it ain't like the goddamn movies. That's that's all I gotta say. So, yeah, it ain't no road trip starring DJ Qualls. No, it ain't no road trip. This you know, this ain't road trip. A porn parody <laughs> starring DJ Qualls as well, actually. <laughs> yeah, what's he doing? What's he? <laughs> Delta farce. <laughs> Want to talk about that? Oh, I love Delta Force, brother. <laughs> Larry the Cable Guy, Bill Engvall. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah. All right. So yeah, my movie's Tommy Boy. It sucks. I, I don't know what. I don't know. You know. Very sorry you, for all involved with that. You know. It's yeah. uh, made me very. You sad. could make a better movie with a million dollars. That's for sure. I think I could make a better movie than Tommy Boy. Give me a million. I could find a way. You know who I talk yeah. to? Who? Van. David Spade. Oh yeah, hey Van. Hey Van, get her done, loser. Van's gonna do so well with us, man. Like you know, just yeah. Hope you like money, Van, because we're getting it left and right. Van, we need a movie better than Tommy Boy and better than uh, Rampage. Can you do that? Can for you us, do buddy? it? For a yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you could do better than Rampage. <laughs> well, how much you know? How much money would how Van much? need? You think? I mean, we could. Pull a fast one, I feel like. Yeah, easily. We could do the old switcheroo. Like, okay, what, what would the million dollars go to? You know, you, you hear about lights. There's a long list on the credits. Yeah, thing. you gotta rent a camera or something. All right, so we, we, we get a camera from the library, save some greenbacks, baby. Yeah. That's um, smart business right there. Let's say, how much money does Van need? Like, a couple thousand bucks, probably? I would imagine as much. I think I think you're talking a couple couple grand here. He does. So the, a director just tells the actors how to be acting. So why don't we just get good actors? They'll already know what to do. That's they don't a need good the director. Point. That's a damn good point, man. That's a really, yeah. So we'll get good actors. That's, yeah. That's smart on our behalf. Yeah. I bet there's, like, good actors everywhere. Dude, you just go down to the fucking local playhouse. 
Yeah. Just pick hey, out the best you one. Be in a movie? Yeah, right. Got a couple of grand for you. <laughs> yeah, right. Some people will be fucking set, man. Yeah. Right? We'll we'll write the part for you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's a movie. It's uh yeah. No, it's dude. a movie. The Rock financed it. The Rock. We're making it to embarrass him. <laughs> Would Dwayne the Rock Johnson finance a movie? I mean, totally made to embarrass him. <laughs> totally made to embarrass him. Well, I mean, I think he's giving us the million so we embarrass ourselves, and then you could just like. Yeah, well, I know, but he has to know if we get it right. Yes, the risk. Rock, above all people, knows that if you underestimate an opponent, they might just take the one, two, three. That's right. So I mean, yeah. So I mean, it, it really—it's high risk for him to give us that million dollar loan. Uh, yeah, loan, it's more of a grant. Let's be real. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we could spend kind of it on a gift. Well, I mean, we've got to spend some of that money on ourselves, though, right? We got to feel like like Hollywood hotshots. What do you? Yeah, I want to. You remember Night and Day when Tom Cruise takes Cameron Diaz to his private little island? Yeah, that's where I want to go with this million. You, you want to go to the Night and Day Island? Yeah. Yeah, let's go to the night and day island. <laughs> okay, yeah. Why not? How about we get a private charter there, too? Yeah, we'll go on a private boat. That's right. Oh, we can get uh, Captain Lee from Beyond Deck, one of my favorite Bravo shows. Oh, I love Beyond Deck. Dude, Beyond Deck's good, man. Beyond Deck yeah. is fucking good. Uh, yeah, it's below deck. God, what's wrong with me? Below Deck is fucking... fun of you. Dude. Below deck's good, man. I'm not yeah, even. I'm not. That's running. the good shit. Huh? That's that good. Re- you know, I, I tried being a housewives guy, you know, a while yeah. back. I it just never it never caught on. But below deck, fucking good, man. You're you're not a housewife guy, my man. I thought I could be a housewife guy, but I'm a below deck guy. You got a lot of ambition. Yeah, I wanted to be a housewife guy, but I'm a below deck guy. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. The world needs both. That's right. Anyways, big guy, um, we love. Who do we love out there besides Dwayne the Rock Johnson when he gives us that million? The wrestlers. The wrestlers, baby. That's oh, right. Boy. Who makes the show? Re- Dude, I love the wrestlers. <laughs> yeah, they're crazier, man. I've seen wrestlers do crazy stuff these days. Yeah, man. They they've been they've been getting out there, man. Yeah, and wrestlers have been crazy all along. It turns out. <laughs> Go figure, right? Yeah, that's something wild about wrestlers. A lot of people don't get it, but wrestlers—they're some of the craziest mfs I've ever seen. Agree, agree. So big guy. Uh, these aren't wrestlers, but we did get questions. We did get emails. How about that? Oh, from uh, some people who, in many ways, wrestle with my sense of self-respect. <laughs> the fans. Just had an old guy laugh there. Yeah. Boy, are we watching Curb Your Enthusiasm? Are we watching Dobie Gillis? (laughs) Dobie Gillis can't lose. (laughs) That's where Gillis got his start. Gilligan. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's right. Dobie Gilligan. Dobie Gilligan. (laughs) A lot of people don't get the, you know, we're we're not just talking about stuff we don't know. We're talking about stuff we do know, too. That's right. So, all right. I'm sorry. I just People opened. are ignorant. So the first question here comes from Alphabet Pizza. Ugh. Titled, Haya Sugar Tits. So that's oh, rude. That is kind of uncalled for. 12 potatoes or 21 beans? 
Now potatoes are big, cool. dude. I mean, let's do the yeah, math. Yeah, you can get a you can get a potato the size of your like fist. Yeah, dude. Probably. That's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, you and a bean. A bean's just a little it's, guy. It's a little guy. I like beans. Some people say a raisin's a bean. <laughs> Sleeves. Yeah. Sleeve says it. Do you, do you, do you disagree with him? I'm not disagreeing with him. I'm really not. I think he's on to something. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, so would you rather have 21 raisins or 12 potatoes? And potatoes, you can keep them forever. I think you buy a potato, you can keep it in your you know drawer for like a year and a half. Yeah, really? Is that true? Fine. I don't know. They seem like they're good. You ever see those science things where they, they make them light, like light bulbs? Yeah, I don't know how that. That's that's dark sided stuff. That's dark sided. Yeah. yeah. Why why can't I just fucking light up my goddamn uh, plasma yeah, screen TV? I... My yeah, PS4. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. My remote control's dying. Let me put another <laughs> potato into it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let me just squash this fucking. Let me get my palm of my hand and fucking just flatten this shit in there. Just, yeah, because that will work. That's dark sided as God. fuck, man. Yeah, that's loser stuff, mm. dude. Don't mess around with no potatoes in your light bulbs, dude. No, that's dumb. That's whack. Yeah, that is whack. You know what that's else is garbage. whack? Those fucking twirly light bulbs they got now. Oh yeah, yeah. You gotta use three of them to flush a toilet once. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. I I don't get it. I I yeah. You know what? I, I oh, all of all of a sudden technology got better after the last two hundred years. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. I don't buy that. I don't buy that. Yeah, for a second. that doesn't make a lick of sense to me. All right, big guy. You want to get the next question here? Yeah, you bet, my brother. All right. So From this only is OnlyFans. OnlyFans. Well, oh, he did a whole AKs. bunch of AKs. Yeah, let's get those, yeah. A- get those AKs in there. Yeah, he says he's from OnlyFans, a.k.a. Phantom Menace, a.k.a. Fan Baylor. Fanny Fannius Godwin and Henry O. Godwin. Yeah. That's, cool That's pretty cool. He says... Got some good AKs. Yeah, boy. We're... we're you know what? We must be like them hungry, hungry hippos because we're eating up those virtual pros listeners. <laughs> he said, uh, hey, Unks, let's say you both use the time and reality stones. Okay, it's a double stone situation. Yeah. To go back to 1999 to recast the Star Wars movie for people that are a little more box office, but you can only choose WWE wrestlers. Does a sexy boy Shawn Michaels play Anakin? Perhaps a pissed off taker plays Darth Maul. Who would you choose for your main characters? Oh, boy. I noticed he didn't read the part where he makes fun of how Sean looks now. Very yeah. big of you. Class well, move. Because, yeah, because that was rude. Well, you fans. know what? Sean decided to go bald, so I don't know. Cause he you had go bald, you go broke. You you, you want to go bald, Sean? You want to be bald? Fine, be bald. Doesn't mean I have to respect that choice. No. Anyways. All right. Who, who would I? I would have. Um, you need kind of an elder statesman to play. Uh, Qui Gon. Yeah. So, I mean, let's see. Are, are we going? Are we casting with guys from 1999 as well? If we are casting with guys from 1999, it might be a let's little. Change bit saw stuff. Charlie running around at that point. <laughs> I believe. I believe it was 98. Oh, it's all around the same era. It's 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 yeah. uh, you can get you want to get chainsaw. You want to get Terry Funk to be quiet. <laughs> to be quiet. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Terry Funk would be a good quiet on. Yeah. Yeah, he was a cool guy. Yeah, yeah. I I, I all right. All right. I guess I I, I guess you could have a uh, you know, 
Taka Michinoku playing Yoda here, you know, very yeah. similar fighting <laughs> yeah, style. Flippy guy. Very yeah, acrobatic, definitely. yes. Yep. Yeah. yeah, let's see. Um, uh, I guess the lovely Sable would play Padme. <laughs> that's right that's very yeah that's spot on here my gosh yeah they don't they don't make them any more beautiful than sable uh then sable (laughs) disrobe me so for the role of anakin i guess you would need uh somebody you know a young a young enough uh talent there in the in the world wrestling federation the blue chipper maybe a jeff harvey oh yeah he was around. I see him. Yeah. yeah. Definitely maybe a D'Lo Brown. Oh, I mean, you're talking Anakin here. So you, I think yeah. you need an age discrepancy, and there's no bigger discrepancy than Sable and Jeff Hardy. <laughs> That's true. He was just a little baby he boy. He was a baby boy, <laughs> and she's a grown woman. Mm-hmm. That's true. That is true. Let's see. Uh, I guess for uh, Sebulba, you'd have Bob Sparkplug Holly, <laughs> the car driver. Yeah, he does look... <laughs> like a fucking character for sure and uh yeah you know i mean he's bringing up pissed off taker for darth maul i mean that's that's a pretty good that does make sense that yeah, does make sense here but D- darth maul is acrobatics and doesn't have a fucking yeah so it'd be kane because kane can do that big oh, flying that, uh, uh fire stuff clothesline yeah and the fire stuff you know they're very dark-sided yeah and they're red mm-hmm and then uh how about chancellor valorum kidding <laughs> Um, Vince McMahon, obviously, for fucking Palpatine. Yeah, of course. That's it. <laughs> who, who is Obi-Wan? Oh, man. Who is Obi-Wan? That's a good question because we have Jeff Harvey for uh, Anakin, but then. Yeah, uh, and Chainsaw Charlie for Quagga. Yeah, so the last one, Obi-Wan, who was kind of an Obi-Wan figure. I mean, you kind of had Ken Shamrock, you kind of had Dwayne. Not, uh, I mean, yeah. maybe trips, maybe triple H. Yeah, man, man. Well, triple H is probably more of an Anakin in terms of just betraying everybody. Yeah. In terms of always feeling like he needs a shot. Yeah. Oh, oh you're not a main eventer yet. How dare you? Yeah. 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 I mean, these are all pretty good suggestions. I feel like, I think, uh, Obi-Wan could be stone cold because he's, you know, he's a good friend. He's a good brother. Uh, Obi-Wan's a little smarmy, though. Who was smarmy yeah. back then in the World Wrestling Federation? Who was just like, all right, this is a smart guy. Well, one of the smartest guys on Twitter, Val Venus. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Kidding. He's the worst. Uh, well, the smartest man in the locker room was Kane, of course. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I guess you could have, you know, he was a young enough guy. He was very shiny. And he's an uncle-to-uncle wrestler. Why not test yeah. Oh, perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the prince. That's right. That's right. You know, Andrew Tess Martin, God rest his soul. And then, of course, Watto would be Jim Ross. <laughs> God damn, bullseye. <clears throat> so the next question here comes from Joel tweets Joel. Okay. He, oh yeah. Yeah. Did you add him? I finally did. After Good I on got you. Cyber bullied. Well, you got you know you got live bullied. You got on air bullied. <sighs> Cyber bullied, live bullied. I got bullied more ways than a than I ever knew could exist. Don't call me bully Ray, cause nobody cares what I have to say. 
Because uh, you're all aces. Because, yeah, exactly. So Joel tweets Joel's asking us here. He's saying, hello, uncles. There's a lot of concern online that a person who shits their pants regularly could eventually shit themselves to death. This is how John hmm. Wayne died, by the way. Um, yeah. Could this also be an issue for someone who is being put into a fugue state by a terrorist and then the terrorist shits in their pants? Thanks. Without a question. So yeah. he's referencing how uh, The Undertaker is getting his pants shit in quite frequently from... By persons unknown. By a person he refers to as Mr. Brown. Yeah. And now he's wondering, Joel's asking a good question. So we all know Undertaker's life in danger. Yeah, because John Wayne died from shitting himself. So if somebody was shit, you know, from shitting his pants, uh, if somebody's shitting in your pants, can you possibly pass away? Yeah, because of diaper rash. Diaper, <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> That's some fucking bad rash, man. If you're in a fugue state as well. Yeah, you might not wipe it up in time, brother. That's a bad scene. <laughs> That's a bad. Yeah, you're gonna stink and just. That diaper rash is a joke. Oh, God. You're going to yeah. be itchy. Yeah. Yeah. That's like bad poison oak, man. That, that's maybe worse. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Yeah. That is bad poison oak there. What is yeah, this bad. fucking Obadiah Stain thing you linked me to from last week? Oh, I don't know. Marvel Legends series Obadiah Stain. Oh, yeah. Ranger. Obadiah Stain. That's the. Look at that figure. It's so cool. I'm not gonna click the link here while we're recording. It's the Jeff Bridges from Iron Man. I know who Jeff. Figure. I know he's. I know who Obadiah Stane is, dude. You oh, he was a good man. Tony, yeah. what do you mean no Tony. more weapons? I must admit, I have a taste for this. <laughs> he was cool. He was cool. What's he been up to? Yeah, he <laughs> fell to earth. Like a like a falling star. Yeah, he missed a lot of shit that went down after he died, huh? Yeah, he should have fucking cool for a minute. Yeah, man, he missed a lot of crazy shit that went down, man. That's a imagine being the first person to die in the MCU. You're the first those, person. Those to... fucking terrorists who hold Tony up—they get blown up. They never get to fucking that... see the Chitari. No, they don't see shit, man. They didn't get to see the Last Jedi. Ugh, what idiots. What a bunch of cucks, dude. That fucking... Yeah. I mean, my heart goes out to them, but, you know... No, they were bad guys. That's a terrorist, but, you know... Oh, yeah. Obadiah misses... Of course my heart goes out to Obadiah. You don't think he, you, you don't think Obadiah wanted to watch some fucking movies? No, I'm sure he did. I think that's probably why he was trying to take over his Stark Industries. Yeah, get, get some... So he could afford He was like, I gotta make some real money. I gotta take some time off. <laughs> I gotta and watch the mail carrier's husband. I gotta, I gotta go down to the AMC. I gotta get a... I gotta get a, a Stubbs membership. Hell yeah. <laughs> Movie pass. Movie pass. Well, currently Stubbs... Yeah, I mean... What a time to Stub be alive. member. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. <laughs> not gonna do Stubbs member, not man. Gonna do it. Wouldn't be. Not doing Stubbs George member. George H. W. Bush, as portrayed by Dana Carvey member. What are you doing here? <laughs> Dana Carvey. <laughs> not gonna do it. All right. <laughs> Dana Carvey. We got. Yeah, it's a good. Yeah, I guess he does a good impression. He's a big fan. <laughs> man, it's messed up that Dana Carvey didn't have any roles at all in a. Uh, Austin Powers. Yeah, that's some shit, right? You'd think there'd be something waiting for him there. Oh, Franklin, I meant to tell you today, I was driving past, I was driving on the highway, I saw this uh, billboard for a local casino, and it said, the groovy $1 million giveaway, and it was all in the Austin Powers font. 
That's dope as fuck. Yeah, that's dope we gotta as... go, dude. That's we dope as... that groovy Millie. We'll make that movie with that fucking money, <laughs> yeah, dude. Fuck Dwayne. We don't need his ass. Yeah, we'll we get don't the... need your money. We just need the Cash Creek Casino million dollar groovy giveaway. Groovy million, baby. I can't wait. Ooh, daddy likey. <laughs> I used to have a billboard on my way back from work, and it was like the CW, like the local affiliate. And it's like the superheroes of comedy, and they all and they added like uh like really short capes. Uh, Charlie Sheen advertised two and a half men. Uh, yeah. A cape on Jerry Seinfeld to advertise uh, uh well Seinfeld obviously, and a cape on Kevin James for uh, King of Queens. <laughs> and just said the superheroes of comedy. I'm surprised they didn't put one on a, a boy from a Big Bang Theory. And they're not part of the, it's not in the CW affiliate. Right? Oh, I guess that's true. Does it really but, need a billboard? Man, like, does, does, is that like. Everybody already knows that Big Bang Theory. If you're not watching Big Bang Theory, you are a dumbass. Why do you need a, a, a fucking billboard for syndicated television? Is my is the question I'm getting at here. People are driving home from work. They're like, oh, what a day. What am I going to oh, do? Oh, if, well, if only I could watch uh, Two and a Half Men. <laughs> <laughs> and they call them the superheroes of comedy, and they added capes to them. Bert can well, vouch funny. for this. Bert can, if you think I'm lying, we can call him I right now at 11:30 at night. You're lying. Yeah, well, let's give him a call. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you don't think I'm lying, but they did do this. I'll find the photo. Okay? You think I'm lying? I'll find the fucking photo. Okay? Uh, it's like, oh, they added capes to them. Maybe there's a new season I missed. Is that the logic? Oh, yeah, the uh, uh, CW syndicated cinematic universe. <laughs> you know what I don't like? I know we have more questions, but I don't like when Netflix changes the preview photo for a movie or a show, and it's like, oh, are there new episodes? No, they just changed the preview photo. Oh, yeah, that's disrespectful. It's like, oh, is there a new version of The Big Lebowski? No, just Steve Buscemi's in the, in the preview now. I would. Oh, it would be so cool if they made a Steve Buscemi version of the Big Lebowski. <laughs> it just starts off from his POV. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's like dick. a completely different movie. <laughs> All right, they should have done that twenty years ago. They fucked up. They did. Now he's old as hell. You can't do that now. It looks stupid. Yeah, he used to just be a kid. Yeah, what happened? No. Yeah, boy, the years have not been kind. No, twenty years ago he looked fine, and now, now he looks like he's twenty years older. Yeah, boy, I'm no mathematician. That's full stop. <clears throat> so the next question comes from Ezreal. Beautiful. Yes. I heard a certain dapper millionaire mindset gentleman named Cillian is on his way to mm. hedonism, too, as we speak. Uh-oh. Will you welcome him with open arms or tell him to hang out with the cuck? There is the cuck yeah, I, of hedonism that we established is very unhappy at the uh, the exuberant rates that they have to pay, you know? Yeah, we call him Johnny Three Stars. <laughs> Johnny Three Stars, yeah. He's not happy about being a cuck. He's not happy about paying extra money for the romping room. It's kind of like, yeah. a, imagine if Denny's charged you more for being single, you know? Yeah, hey, you're a nerd. Yeah. It's not, it's, you know, it's not even about being a nerd, though. That's the thing that's so messed up about it. This guy's got a real point. Yeah. So, but I definitely think Cillian will be hanging out with him. <laughs> now, will Cillian be coming with the eight other people from that photo that's going around? 
Oh, I haven't, you know, I uh, just got a new phone. I haven't even checked out our Instagram in a minute. There's like a Cillian Murphy photo. It's like eight people, and it's like eight tickets to Boss Baby, please. I think it's from Peaky Blinders because they're all in like an uh, outfit and in uh Yeah character they're all going to, they love the boss baby <laughs> want to see the boss baby too baby man yeah <laughs> yeah boss baby boss baby you think want to see that boss baby <laughs> you think Cillian murphy would enjoy hedonism too uh yeah i think he probably would he would say stuff like oi this is brilliant in it you know it doesn't sound like that yeah he does he's, he's a peaky blinder dude what are they talking like he's he's very yeah, come on man Oh, you're you're offended. I am a little offended, man. It doesn't sound like that. Oi, oi, mate! <laughs> I'm a bit of a peaky blinder. It doesn't sound like that. He was an in time. He was he was normal and in time. Yeah, well, but it, he's acting. <laughs> that's that's acting. the thing about these actors. They're liars. They're liars. Oh, well, Ezreal. Uh, one thing we can say is, um, Cillian Murphy would definitely. I, I feel like. Cillian Murphy would be like, oh, no, I was in the romping room, and he totally wasn't. Like, oh, I was yeah. there. It was, it was great. <laughs> yeah, Cillian Murphy would say, like, the key to the romping room is always be quiet, because when people aren't talking is when they say stuff the loudest. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, imagine being the guy jacking it in the romping room, the single guy. The guy is, like, trying to be kind of, like, LP. He's like, I oh, don't know. To, I'm not over here. Don't worry about me. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, it's got He's got like a big like a uh, jacket on his lap or something. <laughs> you think if you're in the romping room and you're watching other people fuck and you're just like, yo, I'm jacking it, but don't don't look at me. Like you're gonna be bashful all of a sudden at a sex yeah, resort. You I, finally reach the level where you're just like, nah, don't look at me, please. We've established that hedonism too makes the single man feel very embarrassed. That's true. They made a villain of the single. Yeah, man. that's that's an origin yeah. story right there. That is an or yeah, that's the fucking Joker getting thrown into the vat of acid right there. Yeah, man. That's the fucking or villain origin story, man. Having to pay $75 extra to go to the romping room. Like Yeah, that's a that's an Obadiah stain right there. It's an Obadiah stain, yeah. An Obadiah stain on humanity. <laughs> Tony, you know how much my wife had to pay to go to hedonism too? $75 less than me. Think about what that does to a man. Tony would be like, oh, how'd you fix the icing problem? <laughs> I got that reference. Did you get that it's reference? Iron man one. Did you get that? Yeah, yeah you got that? I did. You got yeah. a, double, I did. a double reference, man. Oh, we know the MCU, We know, we man. know it, man. Some of the smartest movies, dude. Yeah. If they weren't smart, why would we like them? <laughs> That's king me. Chess mate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got 21? What do I got? I got 22. 22. Yeah. Blackjack? I got two of those, too. <laughs> Jake the Snake just went to Vegas with a fucking pack of cards in his back pocket, huh? They saw him coming. <laughs> He's like, hold on a second. I, <laughs> I need an ace right now. Let me dig through. They're like, sir, you're out. No, check out this card that I have here. I got the ace of spades right here, brother. <laughs> like, you got that from your pocket. Well, what does it matter where I got it from? This place, that place, the dealer. Yeah, one card's as good as another. <laughs> I got 21. They're like, okay, yes, sir, you do. Fine, sir. Have at it. Now go home. 
Jake the Snake's a tall guy, man. People don't know that about him. Yeah, for real. Um, man, somebody sent us a fucking email, but they're smart. Because they sent it, like, I'm not going to say where they were sent from, but, like, it's it's a it's a uni university. Oh. Ooh. Uh, we could read their first name, right? From Harvard. Yeah. Yeah, we could read their first name. From, Ma- from Mario. From Mario. Mario, thank you so much. Um, yeah. Good day to you. Yeah. I mean, damn, uh, this is the smartest person that's ever emailed the show because it got, yeah. it's got that fucking, you know, college email. Yeah, I don't even know what college that is. I, even I know have an idea what smart. it is. I'm not going to say what it is. Yeah, well, we don't need to know. It's none of our I mean, business. I'm going to tell you afterwards. I'm not going to say it now. Oh, I looked it up. I figured oh, it out. Oh, you figured it out, too. Cool. So, yeah, beautiful. <laughs> it's nice. I'm glad for them. Uh, yeah. Great place. Yep. One of, one of the schools that you can learn education at. And Mario asks, this is a do you person. believe in ghosts? Yeah, and I think he might be a first-time asker. Thank you, Mario. Thank you, Mario. Do you, be- do you believe in ghosts? And why, no. if you if you do or don't? Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like a fucking high school test. Now, now, explain your answer. You want to go first, or I'll go first. Go first, little Unc. I need to think about this. Because I know you don't. Well, yeah. You don't, but I'm like, I don't know, man. It's gotta. Eat. I wouldn't fuck around too much, man. Like, you're gonna tell me to stay like in an abandoned place. You know, I understand it's in our heads, this and that. Like, you're gonna tell me to fuck, like, sleep in a graveyard for like a like a, a cool thou. I'm not gonna feel too great about it, in all honesty, man. Like, will you feel great about that cool thou, though, my brother? <laughs> I would like the money. I don't yeah. like having, you know. So I guess I have to say I do believe in them because I would not want to fuck around and be going to like spooky places and like. You don't. You don't want to channel those dark forces. No. Like, I think those Ghost Hunter shows are full of shit. It's just kind of a format, and, I mean, that's, you know, it is it is what it is. Uh, yeah. CM Punk did, like, a ghost one, so I know it's bullshit because they had a guy who would shit himself the fucking... Maybe ghosts are fake, because why would CM Punk join the Ghost Hunters in an episode? You know? Yeah, that guy's a worker. Yeah, that guy's a wimp. Like, you're going to trust yeah, CM Punk if there's a real ghost in the fucking room? There is no one I would less rather have around if there was a ghost in the room than CM Punk. He would, he would make it all about himself. He would just push you into the, like, ghost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember, uh, like, the real world. Uh, like, I think, I don't know if it was a challenge or something, but, like, they had, like, real world cast people. And they're like, what if a ghost goes through me? And it's like, no, ghosts don't go through people. And it's like... Like it would, it was like no, but what if it? Do- I want I want a ghost to go through me. May have been a no. You don't want to call that down on you. <laughs> like you're not ready for that big guy. You're not that guy. Yeah, you you can't handle a ghost. <laughs> so do I believe in ghosts? I guess I have to say I believe in ghosts because man, I'm, I I because I get scared a lot about shit. So I mean, yeah. Yeah. Why would you be scared all the time if it wasn't because of ghosts? If it wasn't for a reason. I mean, I guess. I would not want to be in an old ass house that was fucking dark. Am I, would you? Well, I don't know if I would want to or I would not want to. I, you know, I don't believe in ghosts, but I do believe in whatever is the funnest thing to believe in at the circumstance that I'm in. So if I was in a scary old house with some people that believed in ghosts, you know what I'm believing the hell in? Ghosts. 
because I want to rile everyone up. Because once I create chaos, you know what I always say, brother, chaos is a ladder. And I'm going to climb right out of there. You do say that. You do say that quite a bit, Big Unk. I, mm. I, I kind of feel like I kind of feel like you're being disrespectful right now. I'm disrespectful to ghosts. You're disrespectful to the people who believe in ghosts. He's like, I'll, be- well, I don't I'll believe it if they believe it, but I don't. Well, I think that's very respectful because it's saying their belief is so strong, it infects me. I don't know. I think you're being well, rude. I think there's only one way to find out for sure. You and I, we've got to spend a night in a haunted mansion. Oh, dude, if there's no fucking cash at the end of that, I do. I will not fucking do that. You. Uh, All right, let's tweet Dwayne asking for a million dollars. Dwayne, will you give us a million dollars if we uh, go to a haunted mansion? <laughs> we'll no. bring sleeping bags and sleep in the foyer. Foyer? What's foyer. a foyer? Evan Fournier. Isn't it just the front? Yeah, I love that guy. <laughs> yeah, Orlando Magic. Yeah, isn't it the frontest bit of a... Uh... So you're asking me to sleep in a living room is essentially what you're asking me. Yeah, under a big, big old chandelier. Yeah, I, uh, under the chandelier? Are you fucking kidding me? You wouldn't sleep under a chandelier for a million dollars? I guess I would. I'm not thrilled about it, but I would. I... I bet if a chandelier fell on you, the worst that would happen is you'd be like, gah! Like, oh, this is a mess. <laughs> like, ow! I'm scared, kind of briefly. It's like when you're you're taking a nap and then the doorbell rings, and you're like, what the fuck? I think a chandelier can fuck you up, man. I don't know. I would love to find out. I would love to drop a chandelier on Alex Worldwide Keller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, an update. Uh, I guess we, we only talked about this on the Patreon, but... I uh, I did order the uh, the caretaker from uh, Last yeah. Jedi, the fish caretaker thing. Yeah, the beautiful beautiful I, nun. I had I had seventeen dollars of an Amazon gift card still on my uh, balance, so I got the eleven dollars. So I, I basically got it for free. And you'd be a fool not to at that point. Dude, I got a caretaker Funko Pop here from Amazon, so let's uh. You know, loud enough for the uh, the loony left to be upset about. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they don't support the Amazon one day. The other day they say, oh, don't, you know, <laughs> cut down the Amazon. Yeah, well, well, which is it, huh? Get it straight. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, no, no. We support the Amazon. Oh, no, no. We hate Amazon. Like. Yeah. I can't keep it straight, I you can't. guys. Why don't you write yeah. it down on a piece of paper and send me a bill? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, please, and we'll 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 mark it on behalf of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, we'll have our friend Dwayne <laughs> sign it off. <laughs> Poor Dwayne, he's just like, what? Got a? He's incurring bills left it's, and right. It's like, who the fuck are uncle to uncle? Yeah, he's just like, I'm gonna have to go down there and teach these guys a lesson. Are you opening the door if he knocks on your in on the door of your home, pissed off? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're opening that, that door for real? Yeah, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to have to go in full-on crisis handle mode. Yeah. But I'm going to charm the hell out of him. Next thing you know, it's going to be uncle to uncle to uncle. The Rock, third co-host. Holy shit, man. Holy. I know he's kind of a cuck, but yeah, no, we, hear we, me we, out. I think he'd be cool on the show. Oh, he'd get us. Maybe he'd get us up to, to 300 listens, huh? 
Yeah. <laughs> Get us to that 300 mark, man. Yeah. Oh, that'd be money. It's worth it. <laughs> that'd be yeah. money, dude. Man. I call it money. Oh. That's how much I like it. Yeah. <laughs> That's dope. Holy shit. Uncle Howard. Where can they find our third co-host from Uncle Tom? Oh, you, you can find him at at, at the Rock. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think finally I can actually uh, point people back towards our Patreon because we're going to be putting some new stuff on there. So go on yeah. over to Patreon.com/slash Uncle to Uncle. That's um, right. We got we got new stuff. We got some new the the, um, the Last Jedi. Um, yeah, we got some uh, minute list. I'm going to be adding soon. My apologies to John, who was gracious enough to gracious enough to join us. Uh, it's going to be some stuff being added there. So we do apologize that we we haven't been attentive to it, but it was for valid reasons. It was tumultuous wasn't... time. Exactly. So, but now you know what? Now we're stable as can be, brother. We're very stable geniuses. And that's right. We got the Rock, who says he's going to lend us a million dollars for some reason. That's cool. Yeah, man. like. You can you can buy some shirts of us from a shop.bazizio.com. These are our box office shirts. The shirts look I, dope. I've seen the ladle out of the pizza. I've been wearing one myself. Nice. Take a photo. That'd be fantastic. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm ashamed of my body. Oh fuck you. Uh, I've seen uh, Doctor Fuzz wearing his. Uh, I think Dace Delivery Dace. I mean, oh man, all of the classics. There's been a lot of people just busted. Uh, Sean Mills, who's, who's so Sean Mills is like Bug Con recap. Made, made me feel like yeah. I was there. You know, well done, Sean. <clears throat> Seriously, Sean, Sean Mills is the undersung hero. He made that Pamela Anderson graphic we've been meaning to use. The Pammy. The Pammy. The the soda bottle you wanna fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you said it, Mister. I legitimately uh, said it. I'm like, you know, I, I think I was like, not even joking. I'm like, you know what? I can kind of see how these are boobs. Yeah, you're like, mm. <laughs> <was>, alright. <laughs> Richard Bronson made that for me. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, and we uh, we have an episode that probably won't get released, but we talked about Richard Branson's space trip, and that spaceship he was on looked cool as fuck. We agreed. Yeah, we agreed on that. Um. Well, thank you for listening to Uncle to Uncle. Any, uh, any any final words, Big Unc? We need a new sign-off at some point. Yeah, well, I guess uh, when you're sailing down the waves down on Hedonism 2, just remember to take a moment, look around, and say, thank you, uncles. Wow, thank you, uncles, yes. If you're in the romping room and uh, you smell a delicious stew being cooked up by Uncle Howard, you could say... Thank you, uncles. <laughs>